I am so excited uh, to just chat a bit about Advent. And I know typically when I'm doing podcasts, they are not seasonal. They're not like necessarily directed towards a particular holiday or event or things like that. But I really wanted to share what has been brewing in my heart in the beginning of this month and this season and how it is directly connected to spiritual birthing as much as it is about the physical birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. up. For such a time as this, we must grow our faith and business muscles. The self-help industry is trying to own spirituality and well-being. The entrepreneurial space is becoming flooded with business pursuits focused on success instead of sustenance. But the only one who can make us fully whole, fully free, and fully alive is Jesus. So I'm ecstatic you walked into this hypothetical gym today. I'm your trainer, Tamara Andress, also coined an entrepreneurial rabbi, teaching the pursuits of God, which unveil our purpose and ultimately unleash our desired provision. This FIT acronym is for founders, innovators, and trailblazers. Here, marketplace ministers conversate and educate to build others from the inside out while also sharing their testimonies of endurance. So while it's not a fitness broadcast, I do surely care about your mental, physical, emotional, relational, financial, and spiritual health. You're going to hear all about it. If you're passionate about your becoming journey, leading others to greatness, and living a life of abundance and joy, then you're well on your way to being fit in faith. Let's hydrate. Well, hello, everyone, and Merry Christmas. I am so excited uh, to just chat a bit about Advent. And I know typically when I'm doing podcasts, they are not seasonal. They're not like necessarily directed towards a particular holiday or event or things like that. But I really wanted to share what has been brewing in my heart in the beginning of this month and this season and how it is directly connected to spiritual birthing as much as it is about the physical birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so um excited to jump in here. And if you're listening and you're like, oh gosh, another Advent series, another thing. No, that's not what it is. It's a combination of uh, experiences that I've had in the last couple of months, specifically around Christian broadcasting, uh, whether it is movies or it is plays or it is songs uh, or it is Advent experiences of friends who are sharing or one that I do for the equipping of my own kiddos. Um, but there has just been a really cool compilation of things that is coming to head uh, coming to birth here in this season. And I believe that if you're listening to this episode right now, you are meant to come deeper 
into the understanding of how connected this is uniquely and wonderfully to you and your connection to Christ's story. You know, we hear about all of the stories in his story and we hear about their birth, such as John the Baptist and Jesus's birth and all of the lineage of prophecies connected to this particular thing. And sometimes it can feel like just a story. And yet, if you're a practicing Christian, you of course know this is the story of all stories and it is the best season of the year. And we cannot wait to consistently celebrate our King. But I believe there's another Advent. I believe we're in another entire Advent season historically that people are talking about, but how much do you believe? And I honestly felt as I was listening to an Advent, actually I was teaching about it, that's coming up in a series that my girlfriend, Jessica Shakir, who's a part of Girls Gone Holy, you got to go check it out. Her, her Advent is so good. And it was talking about Zachariah and Elizabeth and John the Baptist's parents and his feeble faith and how his feeble faith led him to a temporal season of silence, a shortened period of silence. And it was a suggested discipline of Christ to do so. So how does this apply to you? We are living in another Advent season of the coming of Christ again, and that he will return. And so if you don't know the definition of Advent, because I didn't really even know what it meant, so I just knew it was Advent season, it is referring to the arrival or coming of something significant, often used to describe the approach of a notable event or the beginning of a new era. And I believe we are on the brisk and the br- the the birthing place of so many essence of new eras, new eras connected to the Christian voice, new eras connected to the women in the church, new Esther moments, new Deborahs on the rise, new pioneers, men and women that are willing to step up front and start to vocalize what God has put on their heart and the mission inside of what he is doing through his mighty warriors. I believe there's going to be a turning of a tides connected to finances and who is going to be in control of said finances and the different layers of influence inside of the world that are about to have righteousness reign rather than ridicule and waste and torment. I believe that there is going to be masses and masses of people specifically connected to the marketplace. If you're listening as a founder, innovator, and trailblazer, you are on point of kingdom change and kingdom excitement that's happening inside of the workforce. It's happening inside of the marketplace and the new rise of a new church. And this new church is the church that is getting ready for the bride of Christ to return. So while I want to celebrate Jesus and Jesus Christ and his birth and what happened during his life and all of those pieces, I also want us to take note that he is coming back. And therefore, that is only a fraction of his story. And so where do you fit in? You are in the middle. You are in the the 80 season of Jesus has gone. He has gone back to the right hand of the Father. He dwells among us. His Holy Spirit obviously is inside of our heart. And yet there is going to be this great return. And in the great return, only a few will actually be taken in to this new lens of humanity, which is ultimately going to be this spiritual relationship with Christ 
in what is referred to as the rapture. So this is a lot. And people who are like, what is happening? I just wanted you to tell me about baby Jesus. Well, baby, I'm going to tell you about Jesus, okay? It's going to be a little different. That reminds me of my son. He used to say uh, baby in lieu of maybe. And so he would be like, hey, baby, can we go to get ice cream later? I'm like, yeah, baby, we can. It was a maybe. You meant to say maybe, but it was the cutest thing. So all of this to tell you a couple of revelations. I told you I was going to tell you in connection to some adventures that I've been on. And if you take the the root word of Advent and add it in here to the exploration, to the journey up to the what's ahead, it's an ultimate adventure. It's going to be a nutty, amazing adventure for Jesus to come back. I know I'm going to be on the good side of that, just in the sense of not being good versus bad, but my heart is sold out to the Lord. And I am yearning for more to come to the cross so that they can live a resurrected life here on earth as it is in heaven, because heaven will touch earth again. It does every single day in my mind. And you're a part of that story. So here are some things that I've gone to. I've got three that I want you guys to keep your eyes attuned for and hopefully um, go to participate in and be a recipient of the wisdom. Um, Now, I know some people from a chosen perspective, they love chosen. I love chosen. I can't wait for season four to come out. Um, There's going to be some early showings actually happening, I think, next week. Well, I say next week. You don't. I don't know when you're listening to this because it's all through the month of December. Um, but it's happening soon, and you definitely want to get in there. But some don't actually love Chosen because of the actors not being Christian, and that's neither here nor there. I, I can share my political preference on that. But ultimately, I believe that the good news is being spread through people who don't even know fully the, what it is that they're spreading. But God will get God's way. I love saying that. God will get God's way. That's who he is. He is the God of sovereignty. He is the God of truth. He is the God of promises. His promises always come to fruition. So however he gets the gospel into the hearts of people, he will do so. So chosen is a way, but what I want to speak to you is about is a couple of other theatrical experiences that I got to be in or be in. That'd be awesome. Uh, The Thorn. I went to this uh, essentially Broadway type show. It was a musical that is like a Cirque du Soleil meets Broadway meets Passion of the Christ. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful. We took our kiddos and we've been taking our kids to all of these things and they're at that place of comprehension. And even though there was a lot of uh, feedback and reviews around act two being really grotesque and uh, keeping the kids out of the scene. I was assuming that it was connected to the crucifixion and our kids have not necessarily witnessed the crucifixion. We've never showed them the passion of the Christ. In fact, my husband's never even seen it about the goriness of that. But I was like, they're okay. They're old enough. They they know the story. They They comprehend it. We watch a lot of things around it. And it actually wasn't that that was scary, you guys. That What was scary was the devil. What was scary was Satan and the way in which he walked and the way in which they portrayed the enemy and the demonic nature of his minions. It was, ugh, it was so horrific. And so much so that Waverly wouldn't even like look at, she was just putting her her eyes into my side. And um, that will forever stick with me. But there was also so much beauty and joy in the way that they portrayed life and life to the fullest. And I want you guys to go and see this because when you see things like this outside of the word, the word will give you, you know, spiritual eyes and you'll have an an ability to see vision and um, understand it. But when you have something contextual, because we're, 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 we have five, six senses, right? We have about five senses. The six senses is our Christ sense. It's our, our spiritual sense. It's our angelic understanding. It's our seer ability beyond the natural into the supernatural. It's our prophetic 
But when you have your hands on something, when you can understand it in that lens, it gives the word and a way for it to come alive. It's why we love Superbook so much in our home um, as a training tool for our kiddos on how to live life and how to face regular everyday challenges. So if you don't watch Superbook, I encourage you to do so. It doesn't matter how old your kiddos are. It is a cartoon, but it is so rich with the word and it really brings to life my practices and my teaching for them. I mentioned the thorn. Make sure you get to the show. It's unbelievable. And there was laughter inside of it and they they brought it to life in such a fun, fun way. And uh, yeah, I, I encourage you to go. I won't give away all the good details. The next was the journey to Bethlehem. And this was being broadcasted in the movie theater. And it is also a musical. So good. This gave me an entirely new lens on Mary and what she walked through um, in not only being betrothed to Joseph in the process of being betrothed and having somebody choose your um, spouse for life, right? Um, but the the dreams that she was giving up in order to be betrothed and what that looked like, that was just this beautiful expression of of humanity and doubt and worry and um, the fact that she was flesh, right? Like even though she was chosen and one of the things that she said when Gabriel came to her was like, but me, I'm just a servant. Why me, Lord? Why would you choose me? And that was a massive revelation for me because I'm walking through a season of shifting and transitioning. And honestly, my own pregnancy, I've told you guys that in a uh, past episode, not physically. So don't be sending me um, baby clothes in the mail. It is pregnancy of dreams, pregnancies of visions. And God is consistently giving me dreams. And one of the recent dreams that's connected to this idea of like, but I am yet a servant, Lord, was that I was serving tables. And financially with my husband's business and where our business is, I've just been feeling this extra added pressure. And while we have an amazing family banking system, and if you don't know about the family banking system, you're going to hear about it through one of our authors who's coming alongside Fit Press. Uh, she's going to be writing a book, publishing a book next year on it. We also gave um, some insights in it when we recorded our Girls Gone Holy podcast. So if you are in a financial predicament of any sort, good, bad, high, low, middle, hot, whatever you want to call it, I highly recommend listening to it because we all have a money story of some sort. So God is giving dreams to his children right now, and we need to have the prophetic understanding and the wisdom to go to the word to understand what that means. And so through the Advent season, through these things that I'm going to, God is speaking so vibrantly. He's reassuring me in so many amazing ways, and he's reminding me, just as Mary's words were, I am but a servant. Why me? And so maybe your why me is in regards to something you don't have, or maybe it is in regards to something you do have. Maybe it's in regards to the, the dream and the vision and the, the, I would say burden, it's not supposed to be heavy, but the altar and the mantle, the mantle, that's a good word, the mantle um, of your life. And it can feel like a lot and you're wondering why me. It's like Moses who was like, what me? I have a, stut a stutter, right? No, like. God shows him intentionally and he chooses imperfect people and he chooses people that are yet just servants. And so do you have a servant heart this season? Are you looking to serve in a unique way? And can you take away all of the exterior pieces to your business, to your, your positions, your roles, and truly look through the heart of the father who just sees you as this servant who he loves so much. And, and I know that word, it's kind of like that word submission 
It reminds me people don't want to be in a submission state, and yet there's so much beauty to it when we come underneath our Father, our protective Father, and we say, yes, Lord, I, I will serve you all the days of my life. Um, but in a hierarchical structure of society, we think the servant is the lowest. And God says that the least of these will become the highest and the highest of these will become the least. And so um, wherever you are, I encourage you to just know that God sees you and you're not forsaken and you're not forgotten. And your little faith, even though Zachariah did get silenced there in that time, your little faith will have and make way for great praise because his promises always come true and he is a faithful God. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So another thing of the journey to Bethlehem that I really had never leaned into and connected to the Advent was the wise men. And um, the story of the wise men and what journey, what adventure, talk about Advent. They were so expectant. They saw the they saw the star and then they went on a quest that was so long. And I loved, it's kind of reminding me of the shack when it was the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit and the lens in which they brought the Father as a, a beautiful black woman, the Spirit as this beautiful Asian woman, and the the Son as this um, amazing, I don't even really know what his ethnicity was, so handsome, like Hebrew, I guess, brotherly looking um, person. And it's, this was the same with the three wise men. They were all from different places, which I just never put together. Um, and they each had their own gifts, obviously with frankincense, myrrh, and gold, but they had their own gifts from their land. They had their own talents that brought the three of them together to be able to go on this conquest, on this adventure, on this advent of seeking. My baby just got home from school. She's waving to me. <laughs> See, this is the joys of being uh, an entrepreneur and working from home. Uh, and yeah, so thinking about that and then watching their them come to life before King Herod and what they were asking for him. They were like, they wanted something from King Herod. And meanwhile, King Herod is getting this new information and he just wants to be king, right? He just wants to actually kill baby Jesus, uh, which they went on a hunt for and they tried multiple times. And so to see it through this 
experience. And I just love music. I love song. That's why I love Christmas music, which is one of the other ones I'm going to share with you. Um, but I just really encourage you and your family to go and, and partake in some of these things that are happening as celebrations to this season. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. I could go so many places here. All right. I'll go into the, the last one, which was a um, worship concert that I got to go to this past Saturday as a birthday present to my daughter. Her birthday is December 1st, so the celebration of the beginning of Advent every year, which we love. We don't um, have Elf on the Shelf. Um, I know. Oh, heaven forbid we don't have an Elf. Um, we, we gave our Elf to a family of adopted children. And I don't think she also celebrates with the elf. I hope she doesn't because heaven for, yeah, that's a whole nother burden of Christmas that we don't need to have. But they are hilarious. We did go through some fun seasons. No judgment at all. It's a part of the magic. It's fun. I get it. Da, 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 no judgment. All I'm saying is that don't condemn me for not having an elf. And we still keep the magic alive here, um, but in a really miraculous driven way. So we went to this Christmas concert. And it was, I didn't know it was a Christmas concert. I thought I was going to a worship concert. It was with, um, oh gosh, I was going to say We the Kingdom. Is it We the Kingdom? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So I, yes, it's, it was with We the Kingdom and Matt Marr. Mar. Amazing. I, I, the whole time leading up to it, kept saying that it was with King and Country. So I'm getting confused in my mind, but not King and Country. It was We the Kingdom and Matt Marr. If you're near this, you've got to go. It was so, so good. I, like I said, didn't know it was Christmas, so that was an added little measure of fun. And the show, they put on this whole theatrical show with a nutcracker. It was hysterical. There was so much movement in the experience. You got to be a part of their Christmas Eve and then a part of their Christmas morning traditions and conversations. And it was just, it really was beautiful. And I... It was none of the like regular Christmas music that we hear, but there was essence and pieces of it that were really cool because they clipped it and mashed it up. And it just really put me in this peace-filled season to receive and to look to what God is doing around us in the most marvelous ways. We've got a new light that we're putting outside the star of David, the star of David, the star that was in the sky when um, Jesus was born. It's going to go into our tree this year. Um, I've already decorated, but I think of all the things that I want to share with you all is that while I am so excited for this Advent season and doing a personal adult Advent while also training up my kiddos with our annual Advent that goes on a tree and they get to hang an ornament every single day connected to the beautiful birth of Christ, we are in another Advent season and that is the dreams that are being birthed in your life and through you and also with the coming of Christ again that he will come back. And so time is of the essence. And we know that to God, time, a thousand years is a day and a day is a thousand years. We know that the things that you're waiting on expectantly as Elizabeth and Zechariah had waited decades to have a child. And then he used her womb. He used their story to impart the, the ultimate story for them to make a way for the story of Jesus. And so however you are showing up today, Maybe you're in a season of weeping and expectation and you're just desperately waiting and it's been decades. Maybe it's not been decades for me. It hasn't been a decade and yet I think about these stories and I'm like, oh my gosh, what if it's decades? I don't know if the vision will come sooner than later or later than sooner. I, I am hopeful and that little bit of faith is going to keep me pressing into Christ 
knowing that no matter what, I am loved. No matter what, I am worthy. No matter what it looks like, God will use his children. He's given you breath and therefore you have purpose. And I encourage you to lean into that purpose this season. And the very last movie that I did want to bring up that I watched earlier this year was called, um, uh, I think, The Son of Abraham, I believe is the name of the movie. Obviously, it was about Abraham and Isaac. And it was like a, um, a rendition of, I want to say, Wilson. What is it called when he's on the island? It's not Forrest Gump. You guys help me out here. Lord, what is it? Oh my gosh, I can't think of it. When he's on the island, when, when um, not Forrest Gump, Tom Hanks is on the island and he has the friend that's the volleyball. Oh my gosh, it's going to drive me nuts. I'm sure you know. Anyway, uh, in that movie, there was not a lot of words. There was very few words. And this was the same with the Abraham and Isaac movie. And yet it was so profound. It brought scripture to life in a whole nother way. I was like weeping, obviously, on what Abraham had to do and what God was asking him. And so what is God asking you to lay down at the altar this season? Is it your womb? Is it your dream? Is it your children? Maybe they're prodigal right now and you just want to have control. I don't know specifically what it is for you, but what I do know is God loves you. This is the season of miraculous. This is the season of love. He has hopes and dreams that he wants to give you. And if you go back to my revelation to the dream of me serving tables where I felt less than, where I felt like I was going full circle back to the old days where I was just a waitress and I was ridiculed as a bartender who I was just a bartender. And I'm like, no, I'm going to college and I'm starting my own business. And no, and now I'm a graduate of college and I have my own business and I'm also doing this thing is we go through seasons where God is going to ask us to do different things than what our vision is. And you are not, you are not going backwards. You are building. You are not lost on him. And your dream is not lost on him. He's asking you to nurture. He's asking you to go deeper. He's asking you to hold on just a little bit longer. And in that process of becoming always becoming, you know, my book, if you haven't got your hands on it, I would love for you to get your hands on it right now at your favorite bookstore. Um, specifically, I'm going to be doing some of the reading through here on the podcast in the new year. And we're going to be doing a lot of discussion around what sex, shame, and love actually means, um, for you and for the people that you love and how we are always becoming, but just to know that we are always becoming, there should be peace in that. There should be resonance in that. There should be trust in that. And Gabriel, the, the same angel that came to Zachariah and Elizabeth, the same angel that came to Mary, is inside of these movies that I'm watching right now with my kids, these Christmas movies. There are Christians that are placing God's story, Jesus' story, the word of God inside of secular movies. And I want your eyes to be open to it. I want you to have an opportunity to witness this season in a way that you never have, because the more that we serve the word of God as ultimate messengers, because that's what we are. You guys know my, my heart around this. This is a word that God gave me earlier this year, that my job as a servant to Christ is to develop his messengers. 
And so as you listen to this, as you listen to any of my other podcasts, as you get invited to any of the events that we have, uh, maybe as you step into season six with us, I can't believe the podcast will be in season six. We have hundreds of thousands of people have listened to this show and downloaded and shared it out. We hope that you share this out now. Uh, we hope that you follow along with the new strategic plan that's going to be connected to the podcast next year, the new interviews that are already stacked and ready. There's a lot that I'm going to be birthing, and yet I know that God is going to be birthing something even more supernatural than I can ask, hope, or imagine. He's going to do the same thing for you. And so will you celebrate that this season with me because I am 100% celebrating you. As a family of Christ, we all are birthing something. And we are all expectant for someone. And that someone is Jesus Christ. And so I just want to pray over you and your family and this holiday season, this Advent season, in hopes of what's going to be under your tree and many trees to come. God, we love you. We lift you up. We thank you for your son that you sent him through yet a servant, yet but a servant, that you sent him through a virgin, that you sent him through a lineage of, of kings. God, that you made him perfect in your sight and you allowed us to see what being a perfect man is. God, that you've given us footsteps, that you've given us breadcrumbs, that you've given us the opportunity to know intimately what it was going to be like and how we are so eagerly desiring to walk out our life here on earth that is in heaven, God. And when you come back, that sin will be gone from this earth, that there will be only perfection, that we will get to walk as we did in Eden with you in the cool of the day, God. And I just cannot wait for all of the heaven's armies to invade this place fully, as you know you do every day, God, but to eradicate shame, to eradicate sin, to eradicate the darkness, God, and to send hell to hell where it all belongs and for your dominion to fully take over here on earth, God, and that we in the waiting, God, between your son and your son in this season of Advent, in the expectation and waiting, Lord, that we would just do your work, God, do your holy work, that we would be willing to speak, that we would be willing to publish, that we would be willing to walk, that we would be willing to fight, that we would be willing to go ahead, to be the pioneers, God, to be the few, to be the few, God, that you are going to give us the strength and the energy and the encouragement and the reminders through creative spaces like musicals and movies and shows and music and sound and word and gatherings, Lord. You're in the midst of every tiny detail and it all works together for your good. May my friends' eyes be open to that goodness. May their ears be open to that goodness. Will they ultimately walk in a new level of confidence and love this season so they can serve it out, they can dish it out at their dining room table, and they can do it in all of the ways of paying it forward because you paid the price, God, the ultimate price, so that we could pay it forward. We love you. We send your love out to all the ends of the earth. And through this podcast, God, I pray it blesses your children and gives them perspective. It gives them hope and gives them a reminder that they are not alone in whatever they're yearning for, whatever they're birthing this season, whatever has yet to become, God, that it will be because you and your will will be done. We love you. We lift up your name in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, you guys. Again, Merry Christmas. Love you guys so much.
Be blessed. Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you might even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together, and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts, in fact, and this is going to be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to, and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener, and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. I want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us and this podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network, which is obviously why we got connected and are so grateful to be a part of the community. They have shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Some of mine that I listen to on a regular basis are on Life Audio. Even some of our community members who have been a part of the Fit and Faith team through our coaching or different organizations, they're there too. So I definitely want to drive you over there, check it out. And thanks again, Life Audio, for being you. What happens when a writer and former history teacher goes toe-to-toe with his best friend, a nationally touring stand-up comedian? Total carnage, that's what. Two men enter and two men leave because that's how it works. (laughs) Actually, you get hilarious, real, and insightful conversations about life, history, culture, faith, and everything in between. Join me, comedian Johnny W., and my pal, author, and speaker John Driver for Talk About That at lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.